0: Welcome to the DCAT Value Chain Insights Podcast, presented by the Drug, Chemical, and Associated Technologies Association, where you'll hear specially selected articles from our website that feature in-depth analysis on the issues impacting the business of pharmaceutical development and manufacturing. What are the new blockbuster medicines to watch? In this podcast, we feature an article that examines the 11 medicines projected to enter the market in 2020 and achieve blockbuster status by 2024, according to a recent analysis by Clarivate Analytics' Cortellis forecast team. For the text version of this article, visit dcatvci.org. This podcast is supported by Cordon Pharma, your one-partner CDMO, for the contract development and manufacturing of APIs, drug products, and associated packaging services. For more information, visit cordonpharma.com. Now let's begin. Blockbuster Watch for 2020, New Market Entrance, by Patricia Van Arnum, DCAT Editorial Director. A recent analysis from Clarivate Analytics, Cortellis, identifies 11 drugs that are expected to enter the market in 2020 and achieve blockbuster status by 2024. Which drugs are making the mark? Blockbuster Watch, Big Pharma. A recent analysis by Clarivate Analytics' Cortellis Forecast Team identifies 11 medicines that are projected to enter the market in 2020 and reach blockbuster status, or sales of $1 billion or more, by 2024. Among the large pharma companies, Bristol-Myers Squibb, or BMS, through its $74 million acquisition of Celgene and Novartis, each have two projected blockbusters slated to enter the market in 2020. For BMS, its two potential blockbusters are Ozanamod, an immunomodulatory drug for treating relapsing forms of multiple sclerosis, or MS, and lysocabdogene merilucel, or lysocell, an autologous anti-CD19 chimeric antigen receptor, or CAR, T-cell immunotherapy for treating relapsed or refractory large B-cell lymphoma after at least two prior therapies. Novartis potentially scores with two medicines, ofatumumab subcutaneous for treating relapsing forms of MS and inclicerine, which Novartis acquired in its $9.7 billion acquisition of the medicines company in January 2020 for treating hypercholesterolemia. Gilead Sciences, Novo Nordisk, AstraZeneca and Daiichi Sankyo, and Mitsubishi Tanabe Pharma and Otsuko Pharmaceutical each have one drug slated to enter the market in 2020 with potential blockbuster status. Below are snapshot views of these and the other drugs entering the market in 2020 with blockbuster potential. 11 Potential Blockbusters Novo Nordisk's Ribelsis, or semaglutide, An oral once-daily medicine for treating type 2 diabetes is a strong contender for blockbuster status with 2024 projected sales of $3.215 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics Cortellis analysis. Ribelsis oral tablets were approved by the FDA in September 2019 to improve control of blood sugar in adult patients with type 2 diabetes, along with diet and exercise. Ribelsis was the first glucagon-like peptide, or GLP-1, receptor protein treatment approved for use in the U.S. that does not need to be injected, according to the FDA. Novo Nordisk has an injectable version of Semaglutide in Ozempic, which was first approved by the FDA in 2017 and which posted 2019 sales of 11.237 billion Danish krone, or 1.6 billion U.S. dollars. The oral administration of ribelsis is one of the competitive advantages it will have over injectable GLP-1 agonists, according to an analysis by BioWorld, which provided further examination of the disease landscape of the blockbuster list. Cardiovascular, or CV, safety data were also added to the drug's label in January 2020. Additional filings for adults with type 2 diabetes have also been submitted in the European Union and Canada. Ribelsis combines the convenience of a once-daily pill with a glucose-lowering activity and the CV benefits of injectable GLP-1 agonists, which is seen as the main reason it could have a major impact on the diabetes market, according to the BioWorld analysis. AstraZeneca's and Daiichi Sankyo's her 2 or FAM-trastuzumab-deruxtacan-NXKI, for treating unresectable or metastatic HER2-positive breast cancer, is one of three oncology drugs set to launch in 2020 with blockbuster potential and one of two antibody drug conjugates, or ADCs, in the list. It has 2024 projected sales of $2.02 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics-Cortelis analysis. The drug was approved by the FDA in December 2019 and was launched in the U.S. in January 2020, for treating adults with unresectable or HER2-positive breast cancer who have received two or more prior anti-HER2-based regimens in the metastatic setting. HER2-positive breast cancer is a type of breast cancer that tests positive for a protein called Human Epidermal Growth Factor Receptor 2, or HER2, which promotes the growth of cancer cells. Approximately one of every five breast cancers have a gene mutation in the cancer cells that makes an excess of the HER2 protein, according to information from the FDA. In her 2 is a HER2-directed antibody and topoisomerase inhibitor conjugate, meaning that the drug targets the changes in HER2 that help the cancer grow, divide, and spread, and is linked to a topoisomerase inhibitor, which is a chemical compound that is toxic to cancer cells, According to information from the FDA, in Her2 has entered a market dominated by Roche's Herceptin and other Her2-targeted therapies, such as Roche's Perjeta and Novartis's Tykerb, which was developed by GlaxoSmithKline and acquired by Novartis in 2015. According to the Clarivate Analytics Cortellis analysis, Roche's Cadza, the only other ADC in the Her2-positive breast cancer market, is a direct competitor. And differentiations of it versus INHER2 will be key, according to the BioWorld analysis. INHER2 also is potentially being targeted in development for other cancers, including gastric, colorectal, and non small cell cancer. In 2019, AstraZeneca and Daiichi entered into a $6.8 billion deal for the development and commercialization of INHER2. The companies jointly developed and are commercializing the drug worldwide, except in Japan, where Daiichi Sankyo maintains exclusive rights. Daiichi Sankyo is solely responsible for manufacturing and supply. Under the deal, AstraZeneca was responsible for an upfront payment of $1.35 billion to Daiichi Sankyo and is responsible for contingent payments of up to $5.55 billion which include $3.8 billion for potential successful achievement of future regulatory and other milestones, as well as $1.75 billion for sales-related milestones. Immunomedics Sazituzumab govatecan for treating metastatic triple-negative breast cancer is the second ADC on the list of potential blockbusters, with projected 2024 sales of $1.270 billion according to the Clarivate Analytics-Cortelis analysis. In December 2019, the FDA accepted the resubmission of Immunomedic's Biologics License Application, or BLA, for Sazetuzumab-Govatekin for the treatment of patients with metastatic triple-negative breast cancer, who have received at least two prior therapies for metastatic disease. The Prescription Drug User Free Act, or PDUFA, Target action date of the resubmitted BLA is June 2, 2020, according to company information. The drug was granted both fast track designation and breakthrough therapy designation by the FDA. Bristol myers Squibbs Lysocell, or Lysocabdogene Mereleusal, a CAR T therapy for treating large B cell lymphoma, including diffuse large B cell lymphoma or DLBCL in which specifically designed T-cells seek and destroy CD19-expressing cancer cells, is the third oncology drug on the list with potential blockbuster status, with projected 2024 sales of $1.089 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics Cortellis analysis. BMS acquired the medicine in its $74 billion acquisition of Celgene, which was completed in November 2019. In December 2019, BMS submitted a BLA for treating adult patients with relapsed or refractory large B-cell lymphoma after at least 2 prior therapies. The BioWorld analysis notes that the medicine would potentially compete against two other CAR T therapies for treating DLBCL. Gilead Sciences, Yescarta which was the first DLBCL CAR T-cell approved by the FDA for treating relapsed or refractory DLBCL in October 2017, and Novartis's Kymriah, which was approved by the FDA for relapsed or refractory large B-cell lymphoma after two or more lines of systemic therapy in May 2018. Lysacel was granted breakthrough therapy and regenerative medicine advanced therapy designations by the FDA, for relapsed or refractory aggressive large B-cell non-Hodgkin lymphoma, including DLBCL, not otherwise specified, de novo or transformed from indolent lymphoma, primary mediastinol B-cell lymphoma or grade 3B follicular lymphoma, and Priority Medicine Scheme by the European Medicines Agency for relapsed or refractory DLBCL, according to information from BMS. Bristol-Myers Squibb's Ozanamod for treating relapsing forms of MS is the second potential blockbuster for the company on the list, with projected 2024 sales of $1.621 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics Cortellis Analysis, and was acquired by BMS in its acquisition of Celgene in 2019. The drug, which is under regulatory review by both the FDA and the EMA, may be the next approved oral MS therapeutic, according to the BioWorld analysis. The PFUDA review date by the FDA is March 25, 2020, and the EMA is expected to review the drug in the first half of 2020. Ozonamod is an oral agonist of the sphingosine-1-phosphatase, or S1P, 1 and 5 receptors it will compete against other oral drugs to treat relapsing forms of MS with similar mechanisms of action. Novartis's Genula, which was approved in 2010, Novartis's Mazant, which was approved in 2019, and Merck KGAA's Maven Cloud, which was also approved in 2019. On a competitive basis, both Mazent and Jelenia require additional testing before a patient can take either drug which may offer further potential for ozanamod, according to the BioWorld analysis. Other competition from other oral MS drugs with similar mechanisms of action include Biogen's Tecfidera, Sanofi's Abagio, and Johnson & Johnson's investigational drug Ponesamod. Other oral competitors with different mechanisms are Biogen's Alchemy's Vermerity, approved by the FDA in October 2019. This article will continue in a moment. Support for this DCAT Value Chain Insights podcast is provided by Cordon Pharma. Cordon Pharma's mission is to strive for excellence in supporting global pharmaceutical and biotechnology customers with high-quality products for the well-being of patients. Through a growing network of CGMP facilities across Europe and the U.S., organized under five technology platforms, peptides, lipids, and carbohydrates, Injectables, highly potent in oncology, small molecules, and antibiotics, Cordon Pharma experts translate complex ideas, projects, and processes at any stage of development into high value products. For more information about Cordon Pharma's technology platforms, visit slash technology platforms. Novartis's Ofatumumab. Subcutaneous is another MS drug expected to be launched in 2020 with blockbuster potential with projected 2024 sales of $1.261 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics Cortellis analysis. It contains the same active ingredient, ofatumumab, as Novartis's anti-cancer drug, Arzara. It is an anti-CD20 monoclonal antibody that binds to CD20 to eradicate the B-cells that would otherwise attack the myelin, the sheath that forms around nerves. One of the main competitors to ofatumumab is Roche's ocrevus, but ofatumumab seeks to compete on mode of delivery. Ocrevus requires a visit to an infusion center, whereas ofatumumab is a self-injection at home, according to the BioWorld analysis. Novartis's Enclycerin for treating familial hypercholesterolemia, an inherited disorder that results in high levels of low-density lipoprotein cholesterol, or LDL-C, is the second potential blockbuster from Novartis on the list of drugs, with expected 2020 launch. Novartis acquired the drug in its $9.7 billion acquisition of The Medicines Company in January 2020. Projected 2024 sales are $1.161 billion, according to the Clarivate analytics Cortellis analysis. In December 2019, the medicines company submitted a new drug application for inclicerine to the FDA for use in secondary prevention patients with atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease and familial hypercholesterolemia. Inclisiran is a small interfering RNA drug and PCSK9 inhibitor. It would compete against PCSK9-targeting antibodies, such as Sanofi's and Regeneron Pharmaceuticals, Proulent and Amgen's Repatha, as well as other cholesterol-lowering drugs, such as statins. Gilead Science's filgotinib for treating rheumatoid arthritis is one of several targeted indications, with projected 2024 sales of $1.422 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics' Cortellis analysis. The drug is an oral inhibitor of Janus kinase, or JAK1. Overactivation or dysregulation of JAK1 can lead to autoimmune responses, according to the BioWorld analysis. Filgotinib is currently up for approval as a treatment for rheumatoid arthritis, with marketing applications for the initial indication filed in the EU in August 2019, in Japan in October 2019, and in the U.S. in December 2019. Gilead Sciences is using a priority review voucher with the FDA to shorten the review time by four months. Gilead is partnered with Galapagos and Eisai, which will market the drug in various regions. The drug will compete against other drugs to treat rheumatoid arthritis with different mechanisms of action, such as AbbVie's Humira, BMS's Orencia, Sobe's Kinneret, Sanofi's and Regeneron's Kevzara, Roche's Actemra, and Roche's and Biogen's Rituxan as well as multiple other JAK inhibitors, including Pfizer's Zeljans, Eli Lilly and Company's Olumayent, and AbbVie's Renvoke. Gilead and Galapagos are also testing filgotinib as a treatment for ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, psoriatic arthritis, and ankylosing spondylitis, potentially resulting in five approvals over the next four years, according to the BioWorld analysis. Akiba Therapeutics Mitsubishi Tanabe Pharma's and Atsaku Pharmaceutical's Vodadustat for treating anemia related to chronic kidney disease is another potential blockbuster to be launched in 2020, with 2024 projected sales of nearly $1.6 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics' Cortellis analysis. Akiba is developing the drug in partnership with Atsuka Pharmaceutical and Mitsubishi Tanabe Pharma. In 2016, Akiba entered into a collaboration and license agreement with Atsuka for the development and commercialization of Vadadastat in the U.S., and in 2017, Akiba expanded its relationship with Atsuka to develop and commercialize it in Europe, China, Russia, Canada, Australia, the Middle East, and certain other territories. In 2015, Akiba entered into a collaboration agreement with Mitsubishi Tanabe Pharma, with exclusive development and commercialization rights to Vodatostat in Japan and certain other Asian countries. Mitsubishi Tanabe Pharma submitted a Japanese new drug application to Japan's Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare in July 2019, representing the first regulatory submission for Vodatostat. If approved, the company expects commercial launch during mid-2020, and filings in the U.S. and the European Union are planned. Biomarin Pharmaceuticals Valrox is an investigational adeno-associated virus-based gene therapy for treating adults with hemophilia A. The therapy is designed to deliver functional copies of the factor VIII gene into patients' cells, enabling them to make the previously missing or defective factor VIII protein, according to the BioWorld analysis. If approved, Valrox would be the first potentially curative, one-and-done approach to hemophilia A eliminating the need for blood transfusions and factor VIII replacement therapy after a single infusion. Clarivate Analytics Cortellis projects 2024 sales of $1.3 billion. Biohaven Pharmaceuticals Remegipant for treating migraines is another drug with expected launch in 2020 with blockbuster potential. Clarivate Analytics Cortellis projects 2024 sales of $1.03 billion. If approved, the drug would be a new oral option for patients with acute, or episodic, attacks of migraines and would be the second oral small-molecule calcitonin gene-related peptide, or CGRP, antagonist approved. The other was Allergan's Ubrevli, which was approved by the FDA in December 2019. These two oral medicines follow three injectables in the CGRP class that entered the market in 2018, according to the BioWorld Analysis. Thank you for listening to the DCAT Value Chain Insights Podcast. A special thanks to our sponsor, Cordon Pharma, your partner for high-quality APIs, drug products, and fully integrated supply solutions. For more information, visit cordonpharma.com. This podcast is brought to you by DCAT, the Drug, Chemical, and Associated Technologies Association. All content contained in this recording is owned by DCAT or used with permission. This recording may not be altered, reproduced, or used in any way without permission from DCAT. For more in-depth analysis on the issues impacting the business of pharmaceutical development and manufacturing, subscribe to our podcast or visit www.dcatvci.org.